we all have to deal with the ego when we start shifting out of 3D. In yeah. 3D, we have an ego that defends us against a dangerous world because 3D is a dangerous world. But in 4D and 5D, the ego goes it's almost like taking an ego that's childlike or adolescent-like and then stepping up into university. The ego just doesn't know how to deal with it and it can freak out. And so we need to upgrade the ego. Everyone has different patterns. You know, a very common pattern might be pleasing, conforming, which I mentioned before. There might be issues of self-love and self-worth, which is very, very common for starseeds, especially if they've had families that try to berate them to become normal and fit in somewhere. So mm -hmm. self-love, self-worth issues is where the ego starts internalizing negative voices from the environment, from the parents, from the university, from the education system. And we start to kind of have that going around in our system. You're not enough. You're not smart enough. You're too fat. You're the wrong race. You're the wrong gender. You're not enough, blah, 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 blah. When we start waking up, we have to look at those voices and actually shift them and upgrade them and change the stories, expand the stories and neutralize some of those belief systems which really don't work for us. But really it's all unconscious, that was, it's an all unconscious process. When we make it conscious, this is my life story, this is the beliefs I'm believing in, these are the kind of attitudes and programming that I'm living my life by. When we become aware of it, we can much more easily transform it. And a lot of those stories which we're running are ancestral stories, bloodline stories, parental stories, you know. I think I was running stories around my mother had this brilliant martyrhood, you know, you know, this I'm suffering and look how much I'm suffering. And so I was running some story with her around trying to help and rescue my mother, which never worked out. And then I tried that with other people that worked out even worse, you know. And then my father had a story of nose to the grindstone. I have to work hard to feed these children and do a job I hate just to keep things going. And so that story was there as well. Yeah. So I had to kind of realize I've taken on these stories. They're not mine. I need to upgrade them. You know, why should I struggle? I did struggle for a long time with work and money. I, I took it on and I struggled so badly. I'm thinking, why am I living this out? I, I had to ditch the story and find a new one and then find a new path. You know, now work and money and those issues are not really, I don't experience it as suffering or stuckness anymore. So w once we expand the stories, and some of those stories are also other lifetime stories. It's very common for starseeds to have this program of, um, if I'm too bright, too shiny, too smart, too outspoken, the world will whack me, you know, uh, or get me, or knock me <laughs> off my pedestal. I know when, when I was in the New, New Jersey and I said whack, they kind of said, what's whack? You know, and I, hopefully your well, listeners will know, you know. <laughs> It, when you get whacked, you know, they might be, you might be killed, you might be tortured, you might be exiled. If you've had a few of those lifetimes, you come to this one and your soul impulses you saying, time to step up. And your unconscious yes. mind goes, no, I'm not doing it. I remember when I was burnt, I ain't doing that again. And so this is the common, it's very common when people are asked to step out, there's a pattern of hiding. I don't want to be too visible. It's so common with starseeds. And I said, why not? Well, I have some vague fear something might happen. What? I don't know. It's this kind of thing, you know. I have a memory of being burnt alive as a witch in Europe in the, in the Middle Ages. And uh, it wasn't very nice. And I'm sure I've had other lifetimes like that. And so mm -hmm. I resisted stepping up. I didn't want to do it. And uh, it's very common for starseeds to come out of the spiritual closet. You know, are the men in black waiting for them with, with guns to zap them? You know, is Donald Trump going to knock on my door and uh, arrest me, you know, or whatever? <laughs> I, I can guarantee in this lifetime for you in America, no one is going to get burnt. 
for stepping up, yes. no one. In yes. fact, America's got a very small history of witch burning. I think Salem was one of the main ones, wasn't it? Um, yes. You only had about 30, I think, killed there. In Europe, you know, in England, uh, Scotland and Germany, you had probably maybe 100,000 people killed. So a lot oh, yeah. were killed in Europe. Yes, I had a past life as well. I might have been right next to you, burned at the stake. Oh, okay. So I totally get you. <laughs> yeah. So it ain't very nice. So all star seats have to get that one, and they have to get a sense of safety. It's all right to come out of the closet. And the forces that have been on the planet for thousands of years, which you could call them anti-light controlling forces, are still here. And, of course, mm-hmm. our unconscious mind knows that. You know, the forces are still here. We're not living in a world where... Everyone is free, everyone is loved, everyone is treated equally. We're living in a hierarchical world where less than 1% of the population own huge amounts of money and have huge control over the planet. That's breaking down, but that's what we come to break down, that level of control, actually. Actually, I must say to your listeners in America, um, when I come to America, I find the density, particularly around money, is much heavier, even in England actually, and yeah. the, or the control yes. around money is much heavier. I'm quite surprised by that. When I was in New Jersey, I got woken up in the middle of the night and I got told to write down something. And it was really, it, it relates to England, but it particularly relates to America as well. I'm gonna, I'll read it out to you guys, actually. Sure, I'd love to hear it. Thank you. Okay, so this is what channeled to me in five o'clock in the morning. The voice said, they need to hear this. So, all right. So in America and England as well, but America is probably the the capital of this in the world, the 3D Protestant work ethic. You are the capital country in holding this ethic up. And probably because we exported all our Puritans to you, you know, uh, we we sent Australia <laughs> the criminals and you the Puritans and you got the worst deal, I think. Uh, I, I, you know. Okay, what they say, and this is really at the heart of American culture, it's a person's duty to achieve success through discipline, hard work, effort, thrift, frugality. Hard work can lead to the attainment of every desire. Success is a sign of eternal salvation, for goodness sake. Success leads to happiness. Happiness and success are linked to material acquisition. We have to deserve and earn happiness and success. We have to sacrifice and suffer for our happiness and success. Happiness and success are problems to be solved. They are experiences that we must make happen. When we attain a certain degree of both, we must then protect and control all that we have attained or achieved. There's only so much happiness and success available in the world. Therefore, our happiness and success can detract from that of others. The devil makes work for idle hands. Time is money and we spend our time. That's the heart of the 3D work ethic. Now, starseeds are leading the way out of that. That we were leading, we're coming out of that ethic. You know, that ethic is just Mm -hmm. so yesterday. We could call it the 5D miracle flow play ethic, actually, Mm because play is a big part of the new success ethic rather than hard work. 
So we live in a magical universe where we create our reality from the inside out. Everything is energy and energy is directed by consciousness. The strength of our connection to spirit determines our reality. Our focus determines our reality. Our life scripts, stories, beliefs also determine our reality. We determine and define what happiness and success mean to us. Our values, gifts and dreams determine and define happiness and success. We determine the rules we live by. There are no conditions imposed by the universe or no limits on our happiness and success. Our ability to raise and maintain a high vibration determines our reality. Our time on earth is precious. Our time is a finite resource in this lifetime. We choose to use our time well. That's the miracle flow play ethic. You know, that's the new one. I'm, I'm having a, even though I'm very busy, I'm having a lot of fun doing this, you know.